Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into stories completely based on improvisation. I am one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host who might sneeze in about two seconds, Lynn. (laughs) And this is episode 2, take number 3 of this podcast. We have we have tried to record episode two of Read Between. Th- this is the third, third time, time now. Um, we've had like a bunch of audio issues trying to get this thing uh, working right, and we finally decided screw it. We're gonna record with one microphone instead of two. Um, and yeah, this is this is where we've ended up now. So yeah, so if I sound far away, it's because Evan has the mic directly in front of his mouth and it's, will not share. It's not. It's it it's is. in between of both of our it, mouths. That's very arguable. It's, it's between both of us. Now he's fixing it because he feels bad. I'm moving it over closer to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, you gotta fix the pop filter. See what you did here. There's look. There's there's a lot of things going on here there that we're go. that we're trying to work with. We're working. We're working on it. This is only the second episode. He pulled me away from Stranger Things. Yes, we've we've started watching Stranger Things uh, season two. We're three episodes in, and she did not want to get no. away from the TV. Nope. So so thanks for that. Hey, you know we have we have people that are listening that want to hear what we have to talk about and want to hear the stories we come up. with. I don't with. know if they want to hear it, but thanks if you do. Yeah, if you do, we really uh, really appreciate you checking out the first episode. Uh, we hope you check out the next few episodes that we put out however long we're going to be doing this probably a while so uh so yeah that's the plan that is the plan so uh i say let's let's jump right into it um okay lynn's uh now what we normally do here is that the first half of the uh, first half of the show is that lynn will pull a suggestion from the internet of a crazy weird headline um yep. it but it is an actual real headline and uh, we'll take that headline, and we will come up with the story behind that headline. Yeah. Now, we have not seen these articles. We've not read anything with these articles. We've just seen the headlines. And uh, Lynn's going to give us a couple here, and we're gonna, she's going to have me decide which one we're going to do. So yeah. take it away. Um, normally, also, I have them written down and prepared. I'm just going straight up on Reddit, going on the uh, Not the Onion subreddit and looking these up. Um, because this is kind of like we just figured out that the last recording sounded so bad that we needed to redo it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, so just just if it takes if there's pregnant pauses, that's why. Um, All right. What's the first article? Or if you see one that's really good and you want to do it, just we'll, we'll go for it. OK. Um, I wasn't drunk. I just have a funny walk. Billionaire heiress tells court. OK. Um, masturbating inmates put Cook County public defenders on edge while visiting clients in jail. That's a really good double entendre there. That's a really good double entendre in that headline. There's that one. Bloody hour. Israeli bar discount for women on period. Mm. Is that a hard one to stomach? That's, that's, that's one I don't know if I want to touch. (laughs) We don't want to get political on this. We don't want to get like... (laughs) Hundreds injured in Australia this year as magpie attacks soar. Magpie? Okay. Like the bird. Oh, okay. Well, that's, you know what? That's a magpie. Okay. You know that, what? That, that, that sounds like something we could work with. That oh, sounds like... magpie? Yeah. We, we can figure do out... Do we have to do Australian accents? Because I am not good at them. Oi, what do you mean, mate? That's... That's bad. It, it's, re- it's really bad, but... Wait. <laughs> we, what happened? <laughs> 
so no Australian accents. What the fuck was that? I don't know. We won't we won't do the Australian accents. Thank God. But we'll we'll go into the story of uh, of the magpie attack epidemic and uh, and we'll see uh, we'll see how that all began. Fantastic. So it's so it's summertime in Australia where uh, mm-hmm. where the beaches are full and the birds are chirping and people are out and about doing their thing and one very ag- one rather aggressive species of bird is the magpie as everybody knows um they they're one of those there's one of those breeds of birds that when you're like on the beach like if like you know how jersey the seagulls are very aggressive and yes. will like tr- swoop down and steal your food whenever they can mm-hmm. that the australian equivalent of a of a seagull is a magpie but they're much more violent Oh yeah, um, like they don't just peck; they'll punch you, they'll kick you, mm-hmm. they'll grab weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very common to see your local magpie um, carrying around a knife. Yeah, like a lot it, of people have been mugged by magpies. Just a, just a knife in the beak is what you see mm-hmm. most of the time. And then they're just swooshing their head around all crazy. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're out of a wallet. Yeah, and then next thing you know, you. You got a chunk of skin taken out of your arm, and and it fucking hurts, dude. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, this this year's different though, right? Because, like, normally there's quite a few magpies, but it's never been this out of control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's never been to the point where, you know, you gotta like walk on eggshells because there is a magpie all the time everywhere near you. Mm-hmm. Um, and and some some people are just truly like they won't leave their houses mm-hmm. because of this epidemic. Jesus, um, you know, they walk outside to get their mail. Here comes just a gang of of magpies waddling over. It's like it's like West Side Story, but with birds. Instead of instead of the birds snapping like in West Side Story, they're just like flapping their wings and calling rhythmically. Ah, I don't know what noise. Ah. A, a magpie makes. Yeah, but. it's it's uh, yeah, it's a really strange sound. It, more more of like a. I I don't know. That's maybe what they sound like. We're gonna go with that's what they sound like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was oh. nice in the feed. That that blew out the microphone right I'm there. I'm gonna go deaf, dude. <laughs> hey, at least you're the one editing this podcast. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, yeah, so people are just having these unexpected magpie attacks, like, they within their own homes, you know, people are getting... Right on their doorstep. Right at their doorstep. People are quitting their jobs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, there's, it's been a, there's, I mean, it's not being talked about, but Australia's unemployment rate has skyrocketed. Which is not good, because Australia is also a super expensive place to live in, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah. fuck that economy. Mm-hmm. So, um... So there is one person, though, who decides that they're not afraid. They're not afraid of magpies. And his name is Stuart, the Survivor. He was on Survivor. Um, <laughs> don't, don't laugh at me. <laughs> St- yes, Stuart. Um, Stuart was on Survivor season 17, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't even know that was... Yeah. That, that Survivor. Survivor's been around a long time. I... I've never watched Survivor. Yeah. Um, but Stuart, ha- yes, yeah, Stuart was on Survivor season seventeen, and um, he he was known for um, for fending off any wild creatures that would somehow end up on the island. So it all it it made sense 
that uh, that this man was going to be the one that was going to take on the magpies. Um, but he wasn't alone. He had a, he had a sidekick with him, and that was Maggie, the magpie mage. Who, uh, mage? She was a mage. She knew magic? She knows magpie magic. She knows magpie ma- That is such a specific field of magic. It's it's Good very specific. Yeah. Good for Maggie the magician, the magpie magician. It's very specific magic that's only used on magpies. Well, it's a good thing she lives in Australia then. Yeah. You know, like at least she doesn't go out of work. Yeah. Uh, you know. It, that is her job though. She's she does she does magic for children using magpies. And, oh, that sounds like a horrible party. Well, it's like it's it's like in Australia they don't have like party clowns like we do in the US that you hire. Oh, that's it's good, it's like magicians that use strange animals. Like magpies or so like koalas. When, so like all I'm picturing, right, is that she takes off her lovely top hat uh-huh. and shows the children her empty top hat. Uh-huh. And then she like does a trick with it, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, flips it in the air, taps it with her wand, says whatever Abra- the fuck. Says, abracadabra, mate. That's, that's not how. <laughs> that, what? <laughs> so like, and then like, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, she like throws it in the air and it just turns into a magpie and that magpie just starts fucking wailing on kids yeah well yeah and then like there goes her tips well tip well typically she's um she's normally able to control the magpies because she's sort of like a magpie whisperer Mm. with since she's a magpie mage she's you know attuned to their attuned to their you know behavioral patterns and things like that okay so so for Stuart, that seemed like the the perfect partner Mm. in maggie so how did they meet? They met. Um, they met at a magpie, um, a magpie like meeting. A magpie con. Magcon twenty seventeen. Magcon twenty seventeen, which was especially busy this year due to the um, rising number of magpie uh, attacks. It's where all of the um, all the famous magpie hunters and magpie enthusiasts get together and. Um, and figure out how to f- how to fight magpies. You guys should really see some of the creative cosplay at these. Magpies. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of mag it's a lot of magpies. Go figure. But it's some, they do some cool like I've a lot of them stay in character too by just beating the shit out of the people. Who like go. I saw Luke Skywalker magpie from Magcon. I also saw a couple like Naruto magpies. Magruto. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of them are just are just magpie are just like magpie costumes with like other accoutrements that like, like reference uh, other pop culture things like kool-aid man magpie yeah okay kool-aid mag cool magman oh <laughs> <Arr>, yeah <laughs> that, was, that was supposed to be australian that would be really scary too when you think about it just like a magpie head and then like the kool-aid body could you imagine like a and Homer, Homer just, Simpson magpie? And then that just breaks through a wall, and that's what you see. <laughs> oh god, like, that's scarier than like the regular yeah. Kool-Aid man. Yeah. So, wow. So, We're getting off track. So Stuart and Maggie met at MagCon, um, and they decided that they were going to fight this magpie invasion together. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much like an Independence Day scenario. There's so, only two of them. Yeah, only two of them. Um, that's brave. Very brave. So they they geared up. Uh, Stuart with his uh, with his trusty. Uh, his trusty magpie stick, which is mm. just which is just a baseball bat okay. that just has "Go Away, Magpies" written on it. Okay, yeah. Maggie has her magpie pipes. Yeah, which is just a bagpipe. Yeah, that she just she doesn't even know how to play. She just blows into it, and then like yeah. a horrible noise comes out, and they fly away. Yeah, and, I mean that does the trick ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. So, so that's what she has. Yeah. Um, and here they go adventuring. Yeah. Um, you know they're starting in Sydney. Mm-hmm. 
and working their way around the entirety yeah. of Australia. Because of Australia. <laughs> you, you need to make sure you cover the entire the entire continent. Oh, hell yeah. You got to get, you know, the coastal area. You got to get uh-huh. all of it. Just all of... <laughs> all of Australia. Maybe maybe even go visit New Zealand, see how they're doing, yeah. you know? So, so they, they're making their way through, and... They come. They finally hit the heart of the um, hit the heart of the invasion, which happens to be they they went on a little trip. They made to made it to New Zealand. It was in Hobbiton, where you know where they filmed Lord of the Rings. Oh wow! It, it actually the whole thing originated from there. That would make sense. So, it, it ended up being a very um, a very Lord of the Rings esque battle, where it was the small team of two, Stuart and Maggie, taking on hundreds and thousands of magpies. Um, and the battle, oh gosh. It lasted days. It lasted days. I mean, like, just a crazy, crazy amount of time that should not be remotely thinkable. That you could even think about fighting magpies. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm not making sense right now. Yeah, well, Stuart, Stuart and Maggie, they, um, they took a lot of cues from, uh, from Lord of the Rings. They used a lot of the same battle tactics. They dressed like, uh... Sam and Frodo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was funny because actually a lot of the magpies were wearing orc makeup. Um, How did they do that? It's 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 really interesting. They when they're in groups like that, it's amazing what they can do because they can just use their feathers and all sorts of weird ways to make all sorts of weird things. And one of them happens to be orc makeup that's movie accurate. Wow. So yeah. That's crazy. So their feathers are makeup brushes. Yes, yes. So why why don't they just give up the fighting and pursue, you know, the lovely uh, industry of, of makeup? makeup? Uh, you see, there's there's already a um, there's already a makeup company called or is it Mac or is it Mag? Am I wrong? Oh my god. Am I wrong? It's Mac. M A C. Okay. Well, they they wanted to Jesus go. Christ. They wanted to go with Mag. Mm-hmm. But it was too close to Mac, and Mac already took the trademarks of anything A through G. So Mad, oh. Mab, Mac, Mad, May, Maf, or Mag. So Maz, May. Yeah. Well, no, they only got A through G. Ma. They only got they only got A through G. So Why? They didn't have that much money. So they were only, you, they don't have enough money. They didn't make enough last year. So oh, but, this is so funny. Yeah. Tell me more. No, we we have a story to finish. Aww, so maybe later. So so after the orc magpie invasion, yes. Um, Stuart and Maggie took out hundreds and thousands of magpies mm-hmm. using just the baseball bat and the bagpipes. The bagpipes could be heard from from miles away, from counties away. There were a lot of noise complaints. There was a lot of noise complaints. But like none of the cops wanted to go check it out because mm-hmm. they were like, I don't want to be pecked. <laughs> It was more like, oh, I don't want to be pet. That's not what it sounded like. I'm sure we're offending many people. We're not trying to. It's just you're not trying to. I'm not trying to. But um, but yeah. So the after the the battle lasted six days, and at the end of the sixth day, Maggie and Stuart rose from the ashes of Hobbiton like phoenixes. Like phoenixes, and um, the whole country of Australia um, has made them has made them. Their king and queen. New Zealand didn't care much. New Zealand though. didn't care much though. They were like, "We were your war zone." Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, and uh, and now is Stuart and Maggie are now um, are now the proud owners of Australia, 
after they're the owners. Yes, <laughs> they're the. There's no like the, go- the government of Australia. That's has, not a thing anymore. No, cra- they crowned them the supreme rulers, as they were able to uh, defeat the magpie invasion. As such, um, that means that every Friday, everybody gathers around, and every small nook and cranny of Australia to play their bagpipes. And watch Survivor. And watch Survivor. They watch. They've they've started on season one of Survivor. They're up to season two of Survivor in after the last uh, two weeks. They won't see Maggie for a while. Yeah. Not for a while. Yeah, not for a while. And uh, that is the story of the Great Magpie Invasion of 2017. Man, <laughs> that was a short story. That was a very short story, but uh, one that I think people can learn a lot from. Yeah. Don't. Don't move to Australia. Don't don't fuck magpies. Fuck magpies. Don't move to Australia. And Survivor is still around as a television show. Maybe question mark question mark. Also, Evan cannot do accents. I can, you can't either. I, I said from the get go that I cannot do an Australian accent, and then you went, "Wait, let me do British real quick." And it was like, "What?" It was, okay, I guess it was more British. It was way more British. It was way more British. So still offensive. <laughs> still, still offensive. Yes. Okay, well, uh, well, with that out of the way, <laughs> uh, I think maybe we should take a break. Yeah, we'll we'll take a break. Take a break, and we will come back with a uh, with a new story that has been randomly generated from uh, from the internet. So, uh, so yeah, stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey guys, Evan here. Just wanted to check in with y'all on our break here and let you know uh, let you know about some things going on here at Read Between Headquarters. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, episode number two that you're listening to, and uh, and we're really excited to keep this train moving. It's been it's been fun recording and uh, losing a couple episodes now, but uh, we think we're back on track now, and uh, and we'll keep this uh, release schedule going as we expect it to be. New episodes will be coming out every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard time uh they'll be available both on soundcloud and youtube and we also did submit to itunes as well so hopefully that should be showing up on the itunes store within a week or so so make sure you check uh check there for more information uh also if you want to know more about the show uh feel free to go to our twitter page which is at read and also if you have any ideas for stories uh suggestions of story names characters basic ideas or anything like that uh feel free to shoot us an email uh, and our email is at readbetweencast at gmail.com uh we're open to any and all suggestions and also feel free to leave us any feedback shoot us an email there let us know what you thought of the show what we can improve on uh as we've said before we're very new to the podcasting game so uh any advice you guys can give us anything uh anything you liked about the show you didn't like that you want us to know about we'd be more than happy to take some advice from so uh so yeah i think uh I think that's pretty much it here on our end. So, uh, with that being said, let's go tell another story. And we are back. Yeah, we're back from break. That was a fun break, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I am nowhere near this mic. You're nowhere near your microphone. Come here, Mike. There All right. Go. All right, that's better. So, uh, so now in the second half of our show, um, I, Evan, am going to take uh, going to take this little website called FantasyNameGenerators.com where they have a book name generator. Uh, it's Hell yeah. Ca- it's got all different kinds of genres, and we're going ha- to spin the wheel on a couple different genres and try to find some, uh, some story names that we can do some stories off of. So, uh, so let's start with uh, spin of the humor category. And let's... Okay. All right. So here is a, 
The first story title is Criminal and Chicken. Oh boy. That's a good one. I really like the animal ones. That's a good <laughs> the one. The animal ones always make me very happy. All right. So that's the humor. So now we'll do romance. Okay. And spinning Hug of Yesterday. Hug of Yesterday. Hug of Yesterday. Oh my goodness. Also in this spin was Bathing in Love. But I liked Hug of Yesterday better. But now you also gave me Bathing in Love. Okay, so now we'll go to the children's category, and we will spin there. Let's hope it's nothing creepy. Spinning! Uh, so, <laughs> um, rabbits and little dragons. Oh my god. Shit. There's some good ones. Rabbits and little dragons. Rabbits and little dragons I like rabbits and little dragons. All right. So now, we present to you the story of rabbits and little dragons. Um, in this little town called Hop, Hop on Over. Hop on over. <laughs> it's and, all one word. And Hop on Over. Um, there's a huge population of rabbits. They're not necessarily considered... It's not that they're pests, but people definitely think that there's a problem. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way, right? right. And... Um, just like an immense amount of rabbits. Nobody knows what to do with them. They don't want to eat them because they're cute. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody, no, there's no such thing as gardens. Gardens do not exist. In Hop On Over? No, because mm-hmm. the rabbits eat all, all of the vegetation in Hop On Over. So, okay. so they just don't see the point. Mm-hmm. Um, however, one day a neighbor came out um, to go to their mail mm-hmm. when they see um, a little white rabbit. And some scaly friends mm-hmm. following behind. And and in Hop On Over, there's not a lot of animals besides rabbits. Mm-hmm. So you got rabbits and you got rats, which are just like rodent rabbits. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. You got birds, which are just flying rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain to me how a bird is a flying rabbit. I don't know. They, they just That's how they... They describe all other animals as blank rabbits. As as an adjective rabbit. rabbit. Okay. So flying rabbits. Well, that would be a verb. That would be verb rabbit. A verb rabbit, my bad. So there's verb and adjective rabbits. There's multiple rabbits. Okay. I think we've been over this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they they, they see the scale. It's not a rabbit. It's got scales. Mm-hmm. Has wings. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bird because a bird is a flying rabbit. Right. So it can't be either one of those, correct? Mm-hmm. So um, so they don't know what it is. It makes a weird screeching noise. It goes, ah, a lot. Okay. Um, and the rabbit doesn't seem to like mine. The rabbit's like chilling with this dragon. Mm. But the locals are not into it. They don't even know it's a dragon. They just know that it's scaly. It's but, like a tiny uh, dr- drogon from, from Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Well, the... You say nobody in the town really knows. There is actually there's actually one person in the town of Hoppinover that's actually very curious about what what they found okay. in this little dragon. Mm. And that na- that person is is Professor uh, Professor Professor Kensington. Professor Kensington. Professor Kensington. Yes. Just, I he, can't say his name, but he, yes. Professor Kensington is a uh, he's a doctor in uh, in. Uh, in hopping over, he's a doctor of animal studies. Ah. Um, and unfortunately, due to his, you know, due to where he's decided to live, there's not a whole lot of animals to be studying for him because, especially when all of the animals are just some sort of rabbit. Yeah. So when he hears there's this new there's this new animal 
he's very intrigued. He um, he wants to find out what it is, and he wants to make sure that he can he can properly figure out what's going on and mm-hmm. and make the town of Hoppenover a little more aware of their surroundings. Yeah. So so Doctor Kensington, um, he he's not the kind of doctor to kidnap those animals mm-hmm. and and you know. Uh, observe them in an environment they're not familiar with so he actually becomes a hermit he decides to move uh-huh. into a little shack um, right where the dragons were first seen mm-hmm. and so um, he, he, he sees them only a handful of times and mm-hmm. it's not long enough they're, they're shy it's not long enough for that, him to get a good assessment mm-hmm. um, for him to really even get a picture of them is so hard mm-hmm. Um, he tries to lay out food for them, but they don't want vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decides, okay, well, if they don't like veggies, maybe they'll like insects. He tries insects. Not their thing. Mm-hmm. Not their taste. Yeah. So it wasn't one night until, you know, he decides, fuck this, this hermit bullshit. I'm going to go buy myself a steak and, and sear a nice steak over a fire. Mm-hmm. So he goes out and gets a steak. He's searing it. But, like, the fire isn't, it's not hot enough mm-hmm. to get the steak to a nice, you know, medium well. So he mm-hmm. doesn't he doesn't like any of that red. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, as the sweet, sweet aroma slowly wafted away from his campsite, the dragons start appearing. Hmm. And they're sniffing the air, they're sniffing the air. And, and all of a sudden, he sees their belly get, like, molten hot red. Mm-hmm. And they just start fucking throwing up fire. On his on his fire pit, making the fire huge, and and he could finally cook his steak. And and the reason why they were throwing up fires because they were they were so sick, they hadn't eaten in weeks. They they were starving. They the animal they were the dragons were starving. Yeah, they didn't they didn't want to eat the bunnies. The bunnies were their friends, mm-hmm. the, you know. Yeah. So that well, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So um, finally, when Doctor Kensington uh, cooks his his steak. He starts just cutting off little chunks. So every time he gives himself something, he gives something to the dragons. And before long, he's got about four dragons side by side, laying with them by the fire, eating steak. And he goes around, he starts giving them names. Your name is Percy. Your name is Janice. You're Mike. And you're Davy. And you're Davy. You're the children I've never had. He doesn't even know, like, what gender they are he just mm-hmm. kind of named them and figured yeah. that'll come out a later date yeah. and time so now at this point now that he has four dragon children he um he takes to the town of hopping over to to, to show everybody his new his new animal friends and while unfortunately um the town of hopping over is not very welcoming to these new creatures they um they actually shun Professor Kensington whenever he whenever he tries to go into town to get some more meat. He goes to the butcher shop. The butcher kicks him out of the store and tells him, "I'm not feeding no no father of dragons around here." I'm, and you know, every, anytime he goes to he goes to pick up you know stuff for the you know other other things for himself. For the other things. For the, not for for the dragons, but for himself. He goes to he'll go to a clothing store. They say we don't serve your kind here. Just because he he is taking care of some dragons, the town of Hoppenover is not very welcoming. Now, if he had a bunch of rabbits by his side, absolutely doors would be open. He'd be welcomed anywhere. But mm-hmm. but he's now an outcast. He's an outcast just because he was trying to help. So he decides that it's time to move. 
and he goes to the next town over, walk on over. <laughs> he goes to Great town names, by the way. <laughs> this this sound this sounds like this a, is this, the peak of my creativity. This, sound, this sounds today. like like England. This yeah, like... it's not. It's my fucked up brain, but <laughs> no, that's for another story, I suppose. Um, so he goes over to walk on over, um, where there aren't any animals. It's just people with legs, <laughs> just. <laughs> Just legs are walking around. Just, it's just no torsos, no heads. It's just legs. That's their animals, right? So there's normal people Wait. with all of the limbs. <laughs> there's legs. So can I? Can I? Can we back up for a second? Okay. And can I ask how do the how do the legs survive on their own? Uh, I mean, are they, they like, don't need much. How, obviously. How do they survive? Like, what's their nourishment? Nourishment? They don't need nourishment. They're legs. <laughs> they don't. They don't have mouths. Do they? Do they nourish themselves by walking? Is that what it is? Yeah, they have to get in their daily amount of exercise, which is you know like fifteen miles a day. So do they wrap Fitbits around their ankles, and that's how they track? No, their... that's a human thing. That's a human thing. Okay. Yeah, that's a human thing. Okay. Um, to communicate, they just stomp. <laughs> they in stomp Morse in code. Morse code. Okay. That makes sense. Um, obviously, their defensive attacks and offensive attacks. They just kick to the balls. Just kicks. They just kick a lot. Kick. Just kick so, a bunch. Okay, so now that so now that Doctor Kensington has made it to walk on over. Yeah. What What's his his next What's his next move? Well, he goes. Okay, I need to find a pet shop. Looks around all around for a pet shop. There's no pet shops. There, well, as I well, said, the well, only. The only animals in Walk On Over are legs. So, so does in Walk On Over is a pet shop just a shoe store? Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes total sense. That makes total sense that a pet supply store would just be a shoe store. Yeah, and that's that, and then what you do is you jeans. buy a pair, of, you buy a pair of shoes, right? And you just find a pair of legs out in the wild and uh-huh. you offer them the shoes. Okay. And if the legs walk over and put shoes on. That's that's your pet. So it's like a horse kind of thing. If, well, a little if, bit. They, the <laughs> the legs choose you. You don't choose the legs. So it's like the sorting hat of legs. You mean more like the, the wand? Shoot. More so- like more like the wand, I would say. Okay, interesting. Okay, so so there's no pet store around. No, just shoe stores. So and and when he brings them into the shoe store, they're like, "What the fuck is that? That has a head and and it screeches. That's not something we know. It has mm-hmm. wings." Yeah. Right? We don't have any flying legs. We don't have shoes for flying legs. So, so unfortunately, he had to move yet again out of walking over, and it seemed like he had nowhere else to go. There was no other towns. Um, but then he, he pulled out his map, and he looked, and he's he he used his magnifying glass to look in real close. There's a small town about a hundred miles north mm. called Flyonover. Flyonover. Yes. Which, of course, he has animals with wings. He figured, that's the perfect place for me. Mm. So, now by this point, his a lot of his, his dragons are huge. They're the size of... They're... Oh, my God. They're the size of a Honda Civic he, at this point. He can fly them. He can fly them. So, what else does he do? He flies on over to fly, fly on over. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> and uh, and he makes it... He makes his pilgrimage to fly on over, and when he arrives, he's treated like a king. He's... Oh my god, because dragons and fly on over are gods. You they're, don't see them every they're, single they're day. They're they're a rarity because super rare. Yeah, if the there was there was stories in fly on over of uh, prophecy 
of the day when the uh, when the new king would arrive, when the new when the new ruler of the town would arrive, and that that person would arrive on the back of a glorious dragon, mm-hmm. a glorious steed. And here comes this uh, doctor with not just one dragon, four, four, four full-grown, healthy dragons. Yes, Janice, Mike, Davy, and Billy. N- no, Percy. Percy. I'm sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you? These are gods. I got three out of four. That's 75%. God, you're going to hell. I'm going to fly over hell. You're going to fly out. You're going fly down over. <laughs> fly down over? Is that what they're called? Fly, fly down over. <laughs> so so back to uh, back to Dr. Kensington. He, he arrives in flying over. He fulfills the prophecy of their town. And he immediately is showered with adoration and respect. He's given the largest house in their in the town. All the meat he could ever want. All the meat he could ever All want. All the steaks. Yep. And uh, and he finally was able to live happily ever after with his four dragons in peace. The end. Who knows? Maybe there'll be another town that he can fly on over to at some point in time. Oh my god. <laughs> we these were two kind of short stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, these were. Uh, we we uh, we we didn't go as in depth as last time. Yeah, you know it's it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. Um, I would say so because we we recorded two fucking times. Yep. And my mic fucked up both times yep. to the point that we were like, "Fuck it, we're just recording this on one mic." Yeah, we're <laughs> recording on one mic and doing a quick episode here. Uh, yeah, so sorry if it's not as long as the last one. I'm sure yeah. our next one will be once we have our. You know, our setup a little our better. Our setup easier, and and we're not scrambling to edit a video the night or a, a podcast the night before it's supposed to come out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully next next week next week won't be so short. <laughs> um. Why, why don't we do uh two more million dollars, but to sure. kind of fill in the time. Sure. So so for those so. We usually cut these out before uh, before the beginning of our show, but we do do a little thing called Million Dollars Butt, where we'll uh, we'll propose a million dollars butt question to each other, and uh, and we'll see if we take it or not. So, Lynn, you go ahead with yours. Okay, million dollars, but your hands turn into fireballs, so you can't you can't hold your money, ooh, or like a credit card or anything. And what if? You, but like, and then if you have a child, you can't hold your child. Nah. That child's gonna have to learn about space I, no, and bubbles. That's I'm, that's gonna be a no for me. It's a no for you. That's a no for me. That'd be a no for that's me. That's a too. no for me. That that sounds warm. Yeah. Th- I feel like you could never go to bed. Yeah. You like, can't because you can't. Everything lay your, would be on fire. You can't lay your hands under your head because it's just, ow ow ow. And like your sheets would get caught on fire. Yep. Yeah. It's just sounds expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a no for me. Okay. How about I got another one? I'll do an extra one. Well, no, I want to do mine. Okay, and then I'll do my extra one. Or no, you you do two, and then I'll do two next week. So. Oh, okay, we can yeah, do it like that. Let's do that. Um, million dollars, but for the rest of your life, you're eating kibble. Oh, like dog kibble or just like cereal? No, no, no. Like dog, like pet kibble. Oh, I don't. But like in okay, but in retrospect, you could either have like the gross shit or like the high end quality stuff that like we give our cats. Like you could have lamb and blueberry. Well, I've never kibble. tasted it, so I don't know what it tastes. Well, it's right like. behind you. Uh, Give it a lick. No, I. 
I'm good. I th- and I think that's a good place for us to stop for today. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I I would say no. <laughs> but uh, but thank you again, okay. guys, for listening today to the Read yeah. Podcast. Well, before we go, do you want to shamelessly plug yourself? Yes. Uh, so I uh, we live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and I'm part of an improv comedy team here in Bethlehem called Family Laundry. Uh, we do a show every second of fourth Saturday called the Improv Comedy Power Hour. Uh, it's at Steel Stacks at the Arts Quest Center in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, and if you're looking for more information on that, go to steelstacks.org slash comedy. Uh, that'll give you all the information on our shows and a bunch of other cool comedy stuff that we got going on there. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. I don't normally post there, but feel free to just give me a follow. Let me know how I'm doing. Talk to me about the show. I'm more than happy to answer questions. So. Yeah. Um. All of my stuff is all the same. So you can find me on Twitter at AnnLen, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Think of Lynn Ann, only the A and the L are switched. You get it. Um, I also stream sometimes. I haven't as of late, but sometimes you can catch me on Twitch streaming. Um, same thing, twitch.tv slash A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, and that's that's where I'm at 99% yeah. of the time on the yeah. internet. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, like I said, hopefully next week, It'll be a little bit longer. We'll we'll be a bit more creative. I think we're a little drained after the yeah. third time around yeah. recording. So. so so we'll have we'll have fresh minds and fresh mouths for next week's episode. So and fresh stories. Fresh stories. Right out of the oven. Always the freshest stories in this oven we call the Read Between Podcast. Fresh stories out of the book oven. <laughs> Smells like the library. Smells like pages. Smells like pages. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for checking us out, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.